This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is The Odyssey by Homer, translated by Emily Wilson. And I picked this because we are having kind of an interesting moment of classics being translated or annotated by female authors, bringing some new perspective. And I want to talk more about that. But first, let us hear about our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. College student Blake and her girlfriend have one goal, join the exclusive sorority that promises connections to a network of trailblazing women of color. Now, Ella's acceptance is a sure thing. She's a daughter of a Serena Society alum. After all, Blake, on the other hand, lacks Ella's pedigree and her confidence. Luckily, though really unluckily, she finds courage at the bottom of a liquor bottle. When she drinks, she's bold and funny, and as pledging intensifies, so does Blake's drinking. Ella assures her that she's fine, partying hard is what it takes, but with her future on the line, Blake must decide how far she's willing to go to achieve glittering dreams of success. Now, just so you know, Jazz Hammonds is the 2023 winner of the critic Scott King John Steptoe Award for New Talent for We Deserve Monuments, and We Deserve Monuments was an Amazon Best Books of the Year and Barnes & Noble Best Books of the Year for 2023, so suffice to say, y'all should check this new one out. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode. All right. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm just tired. It's it's really starting to hit me how tired I am uh, for so many reasons in today's world. And I have been struggling to read things that feel too angsty or have too high real world stakes. And sometimes I just I like literally don't know what to pick up. 
And this week, I was really feeling it, and I happened to glance at my bookshelf and see my copy of The Odyssey, which, as I said, is by Homer, which you know, and was recently translated by Emily Wilson. This book came out in 2017. And Wilson is a professor of classical studies, and she is the first female to translate The Odyssey, which is bonkers and amazing. And I picked it up and started reading and I felt so soothed. And maybe it's because I'm a classics nerd. I don't know. But there's something about the way the words are on the page. I mean, it's an epic poem, right, about a Greek war, sort of. And I am so overly familiar with it, right? Like, especially because I do come from a classics nerd background. Like, I have read, I have, I own multiple copies of The Odyssey. And like, on a first date, or was it a second date? Anyway, on an early date, like, talked to my date about the different openings of the different translations. It's a miracle we ever had another date, but we did. That's how you know you've got a keeper. So, like, obviously, my stakes in this are maybe, like, a little higher than your average readers. But I think that because it is a familiar story and because it is just, like, has absolutely nothing to do with my daily life right now, it feels incredibly soothing. And also, Emily Wilson's translation is so readable. It is so accessible. And it has a lot of these beautiful word choices that feel very traditional, like, you know, the wine dark sea is is a metaphor and a phrase that appears over and over and again in the Iliad and the Odyssey, and I believe the Aeneid as well. But also she brings a sensibility to it. I was just rereading a section with Telemachus and Athena, Telemachus being the son of Odysseus, and he's like kind of bratty. He reminds me a little bit actually about Luke from Star Wars, like in the early episode four, I guess. Of just that sort of like bratty, and it's not that his circumstances aren't bad and don't warrant angst, but the personality really shines through, which just tickles me. And she really has, I think, a way with bringing these characters to life in ways that feel relatable while still giving it that sort of timeless epic feel, which is really cool and I think actually really hard to do. And I will say also, for bonus nerd points, this is very readable out loud. Like whether you're reading it to yourself, your houseplant, your pet, your significant other, whatever, whoever, the rhythms of this, I just feel like it sucks you in and is a really welcome respite for me, at least from a lot of the other things that are going on in the world around. And I mentioned that we are sort of having this nice moment. I thought of this also because just uh, the week that I'm recording this, a new translation of Beowulf is out, translated by Maria Devana Headley, who we have recommended on Getbook before. Amazing writer. And I'm so excited to dig into that. Oh my gosh, Beowulf is a favorite of mine and I can't wait to see what she brings to it. But that's a new release, so I can't like dedicate a whole episode to it yet. <laughs> and there's also been a really fantastic new edition of Carmilla, which is an amazing vampire story, the original vampire story, annotated by Carmen Maria Machado, who we have also talked about quite a bit on the show, who brings a really fantastic lesbian perspective, lesbian modern perspective to this very problematic text that like sort of demonizes female desire. Um, I mean, it literally demonizes female desire. And there's a great post on the site by Danica 
about this and what exactly Machado accomplishes in this annotation that I'll leave in the show notes. But I just feel so sort of seen by these new editions, and I find them very comforting because as somebody who loves the classics but has a complicated relationship with those classics, it's really lovely to see other people who also feel that love but feel the conflict and are making them their own. And so if that's something that, you know, you might also enjoy feeling like here are my recommendations for you. Who doesn't need an epic poem every now and then? Come on. It can't just be me. Okay, so I'll wrap this up. Again, I have been talking about The Odyssey by Homer, translated by Emily Wilson. I've also got a couple other shout outs. They will be in the show notes as always. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who takes out all of my flubs and makes me sound smarter than I actually am. Super appreciated. Thank you for listening to my ramblings today and other days. If you have a book recommendation request for the show or some feedback or whatever, you can send that to us at getbooked at bookriot.com. If you are also so inclined, you can review us on Apple Podcasts. We super appreciate that. It helps other folks to find the show. You can find us online. I am primarily on Instagram these days at I am Jen IRL. That's I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And I will talk to you next time. <laughs>